Hi, I'm John Ziegler, and I never listen to None Taken. Hey, hey. Hey, dude. You know, changing the name from Twitter to X mm-hmm. is especially stupid in the context of SpaceX. Yeah, what? Do tell. Like, it would be funny if people people talk about him being like a troll and being hilarious. Right. If he was half as funny as people give him credit for, wouldn't he have changed SpaceX to Space Twitter? <laughs> Like, fine, there's lawsuits. We're going to change SpaceX to Space Twitter since I already own that. That actually would have been the move, for sure. Been hilarious. That would have been that would People been would have been talking about it. People would have been paying attention to Twitter. They wouldn't have been telling me stupid for changing the name on that. Nobody cares we about it. We would have been posting memes company. about it. It yeah. would have been good times. Yep. Good times had by all. Oh. Uh, he missed the opportunity. Yeah, he did. Um, I think our younger listeners might not be familiar with the song, but I think this is an interesting factoid to sort of dig on. Um, do you remember the song by Soul Asylum um, in the early 90s called Runaway Train? Dude. All right. So I got to tell you, I have a story about that. Actually. Is it about the music video? No. Do you remember uh, the music video? Uh, vaguely. Okay. Yes. What but, were you, what? All right. So I went on a cross-country trip with my dad and one of my best friends when I was. It's when you went to Oklahoma, whenever, right? Yeah. Whenever that came out. I want to say 92. Something like that. And I bought the cassette of that album in a mall in Arkansas, Fort Smith or Fort wow. something in, in Arkansas and listened to the shit out of that. Like the whole way, like driving there, driving yeah. back. Like every, yeah, yeah, yeah. The like offspring, uh, the one with the skeleton, that was like a vacation, uh-huh. similar thing for me. Like Smash? Yes. Smash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I fucking love that album. Uh, Runaway Train, Never Going Back. Wrong way on a one-way track. Yes. Uh, yes. So the music video for that always stuck with me because that was I was that age where you just watched MTV nonstop. Right. And it was yeah, music yeah. videos nonstop. Yeah. Um, and, and then like Beavis and Butthead at night. Um, and, and, and they uh, – in the music video, it was a bunch of missing children. Oh, I do remember that. Yes. And, and, like, and like, I don't know, as a kid, you kind of have that fear of like mm-hmm. I don't want to – be abducted or whatever and we were like it's funny you say milk cartons that's my uh that's my little punchline when i'm gonna hit the button all right um thanks excellent foreshadowing (laughs) on so yeah like as a kid you sort of especially in the 90s because it's post like satanic panic and it's pre like Mm -hmm. helicopter parents so it's still kind of like it's sort of peak like if you're riding your bike around you might get abducted and and like parents don't pay attention enough type time period right you know what sure, i mean sure. yeah um all of that was like really exploited by those groups that we've talked about before um mm-hmm. the director of the music video mm-hmm. decided to make the song about runaway kids because of runaway train okay it wasn't like abducted kids it was runaway it was runaways, runaways. yeah right um it was actually about the like the singer or whoever in the band wrote it it was about their dealing with depression Oh, isn't that weird? It makes sense though. I totally, can see it. totally. Yeah. It makes more sense, yeah. honestly. Yeah, like, more sense. Never going yeah. back, run away on wrong, wrong way track or one way yeah. track. Um, little tidbits, couple of tidbits. So okay. that director went on the the director of the music video went on to be the director of you're never going to guess the movie. Am- oh, movie. Am- American History X. What? Yeah. Now, do you remember the facts about that movie? He made the movie at the guy that edited like right before its release. He decided he didn't want anything to do with it and he backed out of it. And I believe he 
they 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 said that the product, the director was named Humpty Dumpty. There's something where like the director of that movie is Humpty Dumpty. It's not like in the credits of it's the like movie. A f- placeholder kind of yes yeah something like that there's some weird thing about that i guess i could have researched before i brought it on the show but isn't that wild man that that is wild the thing about the kids being um so he claimed in interviews that like a dozen or a couple dozen kids were ended up being returned home because of that music video Hmm. which is interesting when you consider the fact that they were returned home runaways they were probably running away from their sexually abusive stepfathers. Probably right? ran like, away for a reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, mm. just, they were just kind of riding it out till they were 18 and then they could, you know. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Those aren't the punchlines. But as Alan mentioned that there is um, milk carton kids was sort of a thing, right? I never yeah. really. Th- so that actually started uh, Indiana, Iowa, something like that. Some some dairy farm. Like local dairy. Decided started to do doing it, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it kind of caught on. Do you notice they were always white kids? Yeah, I guess On so. the milk cartons. Yeah. You know where they put the black kids? Jeez. No, don't say chocolate milk. Y'all let where? me in this damn house. <laughs> Should we hit record? Yeah, one, two, three. All right, you ready? <laughs> I am ready. <laughs> Are you recording? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, you want to start a show? Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. I got called away, such a snake cast to me. No, that's taken there. Well, it sounds like not taken. Got called away, such a snake cast to me. I got the snake cast to me. Ask him how to say the same thing. I got called away, such a snake cast to me. the Friday Headlines Roundup edition of Not Taken, where every week my good friend Alan wrangles up the headlines from all over the internet, brings them on a digital copy, we pick them apart and talk them at you. Because I listen to 13 hours of podcasts a day and Alan watches three hours of cable news, so you don't have to. Remember kids, if you miss a little, you miss a lot. Uh, head on over to FungibleNuntakens.com to support the show. Head on over and buy our merch. We got some new merch coming out. Um, I just uh, I got a couple in the mail for myself so we can wear them on the show. Uh, nice. We also have um, TrumpGags.com to join the Patreon. We'll get into that later. It is Friday. So another Friday is upon us. What will you be doing, Smithers? Something gay, no doubt. What? What? You know, lighthearted, fancy-free. Mothers, lock up your daughters. Smithers is on the town. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, sir. Exactly, sir. (laughs) Yeah, uh, trumpgags.com to join the Patreon. Three levels to choose from for your uh, price point enjoyment. You can watch the live unedited video there. And anytime we have extra tidbits, that's where it's at. Um, and if you want to support the people that support us, head on over to Slickets Digital, slickitsdigital.com for all your SEO and marketing needs. Alan. Hell yeah. What is up? What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Sorry, I was just moving oh. the cursor. <laughs> Smithers was interrupting me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. We got some good headlines for you today. What is that snazzy t-shirt you're wearing? Oh, I got this over the weekend. Uh it's, uh, it says Taylor Swift, but it does not yeah. look like a Taylor Swift Taylor shirt Swift. I've seen it says before. Taylor oh. Swift is a 
CIA psyop. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's a great shirt. Where, where'd you find uh, that? They had a punk rock flea market again. Uh, they had the oh, nice. Renner one we went to. Yeah, it was fun. She kind of has those demonic red eyes going on. Well, like she loves anime. the color red, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And 1989. Times. T.S. <laughs> Swifties. <laughs> that post still makes me ch- chuckle to think about. Uh, the story post you did with T.S. in 1989. I don't know. People didn't, uh, thought you didn't get the joke about oh, T.S. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many people were like, it's the year she was born. I'm like, will you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh wow! Way right, well, gets a pass. He's Vietnamese. I mean, he's well. That does he doesn't get a pass because he's I don't expect <laughs> him to be up on everything American culture. It's amazing that like it's amazing that we talk we text each other in English all the time. Like I would, it is pretty amazing. I would it's, not uh, expect it if I didn't know he was from another land. None taken bringing cultures together like that's, we do. That's out awesome. Here. That's awesome. All right. Well, shall we get into these headlines? Oh. All right. So I have a one A 1A and a one B. These are related. Uh, the House voted to formally authorize an impeachment inquiry into President Biden, adding more legal weight to the Republican probe. And then 1B, Hunter Biden defied a House subpoena for closed-door testimony and showed up outside the Capitol to insist that he would only testify in public. So if you recall, McCarthy had started this He looked good in that, in that press conference. He did. I was like, is, that, is this his lawyer? <laughs> Way actually was like, no, that's, that's Hunter Biden. I'm like, no. Yeah. He looks good when he gets all his not being on crack yeah. weight back. Yeah, yeah. Maybe saw a stylist. I don't know. Um, So if you recall, McCarthy had started this impeachment inquiry against Biden uh, when he was still Speaker of the House. However, he did it without a vote. Um, And so actually recently, the White House has been pushing back against document inquiries, saying that because he did it without a a vote, it didn't hold any water. Like they weren't they weren't helping. They weren't um, cooperating. Yes. Although they I mean, they already had cooperated quite a bit. They've given them tens of thousands of documents, et cetera, uh-huh. testimony from all kinds of people from the DOJ, et cetera. But there were a few things they were just like, you know what? We're not doing that um, unless you make this official. Mm-hmm. So they did it today. Um, Hunter, again, is saying that he doesn't want to testify in closed doors because he thinks that they're going to twist his words and cherry pick his testimony, which I guess makes sense. And if the Republicans really want him to testify, I think that they should allow him to do it publicly if that's what he wants to do. I don't see what they have to be afraid of for, for that. Um, I mean, it could potentially be bad for him to do it publicly, too, because it allows there to be video of the deposition. Like, of course. Yeah. But that's the point. I mean, you're 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 allowing yourself to be put out there mm-hmm. and saying, look, I can tell my version of the story to the public. I'm not afraid to do that, but I'm afraid that you're going to twist my words if you don't allow me to do it in public. Yeah. I think that makes total sense. Yeah, I do, too. So um, we will see what comes of that again. As far as anything that we are aware of currently, there's just no smoking gun there as far as um, Joe Biden's involvement in Hunter's businesses. Um, but, I mean, it remains to be seen. And I'm happy to uh, have all of this come to the light of day and, and see where it goes from there. I think What's the line I always say? All presidents should be impeached. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't think that this is the one that Joe should get impeached for. But, you know, right. fi- if you find yeah. something, then, yeah, I think all presidents should be impeached. Yeah. I mean, again, they're looking into the sort of the Ukraine thing with when Biden was the VP and was pushing for the um, that prosecutor to get taken out. Um, of course, Burisma at that point didn't have any reason to want that to happen. They weren't being investigated, but the Republicans are trying to draw a line yeah. between that and saying that. the no, That's a really the good reason- point. The yeah. existing uh investigator was more favor- favorable for Verizon, yeah. right? 
yeah, essentially he was corrupted. He was so corrupt. yeah, yeah. They didn't have to worry about him, really. Right, right. Um, so it was in their interest to leave him there. So do you see parallels to. between an election year coming up and around this time Trump was trying to get uh, that, that Hillary Clinton server so he could get dirt on the guy that ended up beating him in the election because he thought he couldn't beat him unless he cheated, I guess, right? And yeah. Republicans doing the same tact now four years later? I do, hmm. definitely. But if it feels like we've been stuck in this cycle for it feels like decades at this point, even though it hasn't been that long. But it just feels like this is the the way these cycles go for the last couple of elections. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Um, the next one. Yeah, uh, this, you wanted to talk about this specifically. I think I did. Oh, yeah. I, just, I, I, I didn't know if it was going to be a headline yesterday, so okay. I just put a yeah. note in case it wasn't. Um, yeah. I, I don't look at the headlines. I just copy them and paste them here. <laughs> yeah. Like I get a. I, I listeners don't have to know all of this, but I get a service that sends them to me, and rather than me just having them go to Alan instead, I <laughs> copy and paste them into the sheet every week. But I you can I, totally I, just have them sent. To I me think I will start doing that. Actually, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that would be a lot easier now that I think about this. But either way, I don't look. I just long press copy, open up an app paste it into the sheet, let Alan look at it. Uh, The Supreme Court agreed to hear a case on the abortion pill mifeprestone after a lower court allowed, well, more than one lower court. Okay. After, uh, well, after a lower court allowed the abortion pill to stay on the market, but blocked the changes that, that made it more accessible. And another court prior to that had said that it wasn't. And then that other court reversed that court. And now it's the Supreme Court. So there's conflicting lower court decisions in the Supreme Court decided to to hear it i think they're going to get rid of it i don't think they're going to choose to hear it and not get rid of it which is great actually because here we are uh what what did in the what remember there was going to be like a a big red wave on in 2022 Mm -hmm. and instead it was maybe a trickle um and a lot of that had to do with overturning roe versus wade roe versus wade in june of 2022 so, right. I mean, they're, they're agreeing to hear this now. They're going to hear it in the spring. They're going to make a decision in the summer, and then we're going to have another election. It's going to fuck over Republicans. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm actually curious. I don't – I can't – I think I understand why you're saying that you think the Supreme Court is going to go a certain direction, but I don't know. I feel like um, this could be like a five to four decision in favor. With of like staying, Gorsuch but, staying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they might limit the whole – accessibility like the mail order thing um but i mean we'll see so that would make it that would get rid of the loophole in states that are that have already banned it because in states that have banned it you sorry go ahead no i'm also curious to see what happens with this whole texas thing with the the woman who had the uh we talked about it before on the show who had the uh, fetus who was basically unviable attempted to get an abortion at 20 weeks when texas had a six-week ban um, and the lower court initially allowed her to do that. And the Supreme Court of Texas overturned that. Um, so that, I think, is going to make its way through some courts as well. Not to mention the other lawsuits. There's like 20 plus right. lawsuits in Texas for the same yeah. thing. Yeah. That one in particular, I feel like, man, I don't – that one just seems so egregious to me. Especially when you show that they say, but you know, with these exceptions, but then they don't allow the exceptions. It shows their, right. what their intent – like why right. on earth would a politician give a shit about one person in their state of millions unless that represents their true motives, which is to not let anyone do it, right? Right. And then the way they put the onus on the doctors where they can basically be bounties. in legal jeopardy. Yeah, essentially, even if you know somebody down the line has a second opinion that disagrees with them. It's just a whole thing, man. So I, I would like to see some positive movement there. But uh, tournament wise. So what do we think? I think, uh, that, I think the abortion is. Bigger. I think that's bigger because I don't think anything's ever going to come. I, 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 agree. I don't think they're going to. I don't think it's going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, All right. A federal. 
a federal appeals court upheld but narrowed former President Trump's gag order. <laughs> oh, they put a smaller case. one in? Yeah. Trumpgags.com slash mini, uh, <laughs> allowing him to criticize special counsel Jack Smith. So essentially, he can criticize Jack Smith. He can criticize the case itself okay. and say that it's politically motivated. Yeah. He can criticize Biden, the White House, the administration, the DOJ, all of that. He just can't criticize anybody that actually works for the court or, the, I believe, the justice themselves. Um, so Why? Like, why is the prosecutor safe? Uh, I Because – so the the terminology in the ruling was essentially that – they wanted this case to be a fair trial and that he, they believed that allowing him to um, criticize okay. the court itself. Sure. The, the person accusing him can court. be criticized, but the judge right. is not. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's where that came down. I there's just, no way. Yeah. If he takes the stand, there's no way he doesn't fuck that up. <laughs> like the man has yeah. no impulse control. He wiggles out of it later when he's not, you know, in a court of law. But when you're stuck, you know, th- those boundaries exist in the court of law so that you can't do those social engineering tricks and like, you know, right. finesse the uh, rhetorical tricks. Uh, yes, that was it. That was it actually. Yeah. Rhetorical. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, the House. This was funny. Oh, you yeah. told me about this. I didn't realize it. Uh, this first happened. The House voted. Well, I don't know what you're talking about yet. So uh, <laughs> the House voted two, uh, 214 to 191 to censure oh, Repu- Representative Jamal Bowman. He's a Democrat from New York for falsely pulling the fire alarm in a House building in September. If you remember, this is what interrupted a vote to... For for spending vote or was this on a vote for a house? Speaker? It was for for a house. No, speaker? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think it was for a house speaker. I think it was for the appropriations bill. Oh, that's what it was. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> if you see the video of this, it's he. He's like, oh, I, uh, Oops. I, I, I thought I was. I thought I was hitting the button for the handicaps that would open the door for you. You know, I just so, happened to flip that up and pull down on the lever. He's already paid a thousand dollar fine for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, actually, I guess the uh, the code that he the criminal code that he violated comes with a fine and up to six months in jail. All they gave him was a thousand dollar fine. And so this is just the House censoring him for the same thing that he's mm-hmm. already been accused. And this and censoring, to be clear, it's it's simply just a scolding. There's no effect yeah, of it. Otherwise. There's no weight to you're it. You're not it's removed just, from committees, or you don't get like strikes. That, no. Yeah. Yeah. You were just you're a bad boy and we want everybody to know. Dude, well, speaking of which, bad boys, he was a former principal. If there's one person in that building that knows how fire <laughs> alarm works and excuses right? that people use, it's a principal. Like bullshit. Like Yeah. <sighs> it's and, and, all past, man. And, and, and it's it's just it's, these people are fucking clowns. Like all of them on both sides. There's so many of them. And like, I don't know, maybe I'm supposed to take him seriously on some topic. I, I'm going to have trouble with it because he behaves childishly. Who the fuck does that? Yeah. But I mean, so many house representatives do that. It's like, it is a clown car. Honestly, it yeah. is. It's might as well be Barnum and Bailey out here yeah. right now. I don't yeah. know what's happening. Yeah. All right. Tournament time. Who, uh, what do you got? Uh, not I think that the last gag guy. order. Yeah. Gag, small gags. Yeah. I mean, you know, trumpgags.com. Yep. Check it out. He can still talk Uh, through it. You can, you know, but it's just, it's, it obstructs it a little bit. It's not the Hannibal Lecter one entirely. He still has. Yeah. 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 All right. COP28 climate talks ended with nearly 200 nations agreeing to transition away from fossil fuels for the first time after a two week summit in Dubai. They did like a youth group lock in. 
Yeah. So what's what's so frustrating about all of these climate summits is that often it comes down to just minute changes in verbiage that can get everybody on board. So when they say transition away, that doesn't mean we're going to stop. We're just going to transition. Mm-hmm. Um, one of, one of, so after this went, was pushed through, one of the small island nations or a representative of some small island nations came out and said, hey, like you pushed this through while we weren't in the room. We didn't have you know, the ability to uh, weigh in on this. And uh, that can't. Wow. Like the final vote was done yeah. while they were out of the room because the whole yeah, deal or the was, final they, verbiage they, was decided upon. OK, um, they they. uh because they like they literally said that like nobody's going home to they expected to be done earlier that evening or the or maybe the day before and they uh they were like we're locking the doors we're not we're not yeah. leaving here until we come up with something we agree on it's gonna be a red wedding yeah. um so they i mean i i talked about this before sort of ironically the chair of this uh summit was the head of the state oil and gas company for the uae um I don't know. They got some things accomplished. Every time we have one of these, I always feel disappointed because it just feels like it's not enough. And See, I don't get disappointed because I don't have any hopes up. You don't have any faith yeah, in anything yeah. happening, right? I mean, yeah, I, 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 there is some logic to the people that have all the money from all the oil are the ones that are best positioned to have the the money to afford to dominate under the new rules so they want to be in there and write the rules for the next form of sure. energy right so sure. like i am open to the oil executive sultan also being okay with green energy but only because he wants to make sure that you know opec starts with an e or something you know <laughs> well i guess these you know those you know fossil fuel fueled states um definitely have are aware that at some point they're going to have to transition to something else. That's not, they're not going to be able to ride on that forever. Um, Mm -hmm. And so they do have some interest in being at the forefront of perhaps the new version of whatever energy looks like in the future. Um, So, I mean, yeah, it it just seems always disappointing. It feels like you got a thousand people in a room and you just gave them all thesauruses and a Mad Lib and they just had to figure out what to put in it. Um, It didn't seem all that useful. I guess it just. So like, would it be better if less people were in the room and there's like less buy-in? I mean, I, I like everybody being in the room. It just feels like it's so like, again, just the minutia of the verbiage becomes the big deal. And they, and they, and they, and the ways that they, they agreed to doing didn't include industrial processes. So it's like, right. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll limit our carbon output except for like manufacturing plastics and whatever, right, you know, right. heavy industry concrete, which by the way is a huge, <laughs> huge emitter of CO2. And that's not being addressed no. at all. I mean, that's industrial have a yeah. new format for yeah. you. I don't know what you do. Yeah. All right. Uh, cruise missile fired by the goddamn Houthi rebels in Yemen hit a Norwegian flagged tanker. Oh, no, that's not okay there. Hey, you have a tattoo. So we're here. Hugen and Munin. <laughs> uh, where, where were we? A Norwegian flag. No, wait, this one with the flag. I guess I got yeah, a couple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I meant. Uh, where are we? Yeah. Oh, the so these Houthis hit the Norwegian flag tanker in the Red Sea, causing a fire but no casualties. The Iran-backed group, uh, these Houthis, have vowed to block any ship heading to Israel. Um, that's not all. I mean, they had interactions with American ships this week. Um, mm-hmm. They... I know they have to know. 
that the Houthis have to be aware of how much restraint the U.S. and the rest of the West is showing on this. Right? Oh, yes. This is the French are getting involved, and they're like, okay, no. Oh, Every, the French. Oh, the French. S- Saudi Arabia is basically saying, like, look, we have a ceasefire and a peace treaty that is in the works with the Houthis, with Yemen, because they mm-hmm. were at war with Yemen since 2015. Yeah. And th- that peace has been going since, I think, April of last year. And the only reason that we haven't responded to Yemen doing this is because we are listening to our good friend, Saudi Arabia, who never did anything wrong to us ever. <laughs> um, um, so yeah. So the, uh, as, as noted in the headline, nothing really came of it. There was a small fire. The, uh, the ship was, uh, had 30 people in the crew, all of Indian citizenship. Um, however, the Houthis have just vowed to, um, hit any ship that it's going, going to Israel. Israel. Yeah. Yeah. In their solidarity with Gaza. So there's this, uh, this strait. It's called the Bob El Mandeb Strait. It's this 20 mile, cha- uh, 20 mile wide channel that separates Eritrea and Djibouti <laughs> on the African side of Yemen. Um, and like 10% of the world's shipping traffic or trade pass through that little 20 mile strait. Mm-hmm. So as those boats go through that small area, they're just, sitting ducks for houthis with rockets essentially um so yeah the u.s has deployed i believe a destroyer out there maybe a whole carrier group um and yes they have been very restrained so far uh they're basically doing china's policy of like we are going to do the first big thing right and then we'll retaliate yeah yeah so as of now it's a kind of a you know stalemate they say they're going to continue to do this um and we'll see what happens with that capital of djibouti alan uh, what? Djibouti. I thought Djibouti was the capital. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's it the right. capital of? Isn't Djibouti a place? Is it just a capital? Yeah, it is. No, it's a place. Isn't it a country? Isn't it a, is it no, only it's a, a city? Djibouti is a city, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. There was an old commercial. How do you spell Djibouti? D, it starts with D. Uh, D J O U B I T I, I think, something like that. D Djibouti. I've got it. Um,. It's a country in East Africa, fuckface, and the capital of oh, Djibouti is Djibouti. Look, it's right there. Oh, capital of Djibouti is Djibouti. Okay, that? that's why so I was half right. Yeah, yeah. You're so enthusiastic when I call you things like fuckface. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, now I feel bad. Um, Who wins? That one, that's a bigger deal. That's a bigger when deal. this whole yeah. thing gets real hot with the U.S., it's coming in from that, and then we're going to be fighting Iran because they're because like nobody just says the Houthis. It's the Iran back Houthi rebels of Yemen. Right. It's like the Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles. Of Los or Angeles. Whatever. Like <laughs> God, Jesus. All right, moving on to some science topics. The FDA approved two sickle cell disease treatments, including its first ever approval of a therapy that uses the groundbreaking gene editing tool CRISPR. Um, so sickle cell is a relatively rare disease. However, it's horrific. Essentially, it alters the way your your um, red blood plasma generates, um, causing it to be in the wrong shape. And it can actually like it fucks up your veins, essentially. Um, and it's very painful and it's random. Like you don't know when it's going to hit you. It just hits and super painful, almost crippling. Um, and so using CRISPR, what they're able to do is pull, um, pull genes from your bone marrow, edit them to be the way they're supposed to be, put it back in. We're talking like millions of cells and they have like a 97% success rate so Whoa. far with this working. 
previously the only treatment that could work was a bone marrow transplant from somebody else. However, finding a donor that matched you was incredibly difficult as well as the procedure being incredibly difficult and often not successful. Um, So this is a really big deal. Um, And CRISPR has been sort of like promised as like this holy grail of medicine for quite a while. About like about, about five to 10 years, right? Right. So like, well, remember anytime you see those breakthroughs, like this huge breakthrough, it's like, wow, this is going to happen overnight. It's like, no, typically these things start about five to 10 years. It takes a while. Um, I feel like this is, we're just on the cusp of what we can do with these diseases that are essentially genetic um, going forward. Stuff that you can do gene editing to fix. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is huge. Um, and like I said, it's relatively small sample size, but a 97% success rate is huh. fucking incredible. Yeah, that is. So, um, yeah, this is good stuff. Whenever I hear about sickle cell, I always hear Tupac saying, and what you got sickle cell syndrome. Remember in hit him up, I think when he's yelling at junior mafia and he's like, doesn't yeah. one of you have sickle cell? It's like, Jesus Christ, he went after everyone for everything in that song. <laughs> it's like, I say it all the time, but it's like, people are like, how'd Tupac die? It's like, well, have you listened to hit him up? Like everybody in that studio was Kinda, like, oh yeah. no, this guy means this. Like AK at everybody. Yeah. Yeah. His yeah. four, four, I have Spray. to say it the white way. My four, four makes sure none of y'all kids grow. It rhymes when he says it. Um, is it malaria that you can't get HIV if you have malaria? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. Or sickle cell, not malaria. Uh, isn't sickle cell you can't get HIV if you have sickle cell, I think. I don't know that, but that would make sense based on the way it works, Yeah, I think. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all. all right. Um, oh, you uh, know, fuck. I left this one. I didn't mean to. Okay. Oh, well. I think Wait. I meant to leave a different one. In, but we have it here, so let's okay. do it. All right. What? Oh, my turn. A new study published in Nature found that a blood test could check the effective age of a person's heart. uh, Excuse me, their heart, brain, lungs, and eight other organs get in the way to have interventions prior to major events like organ failure. Uh, Does this use CRISPR? A blood test? No. Oh, it's just to check the blood test. It's a blood test. Yeah, so it can look at your brain, heart, liver, lung, intestine, kidney, fat, blood vessels, uh, immune tissue, muscle... That's, that's, that's this big dog uh, back here, buddy. That's my fat tissue, <laughs> Muscle tissue and pancreas. So a lot of times, um, I mean, so even think about shingles, right? So shingles, they have a vaccine for. Um, however, it's not recommended to get it until you're 50 years old or older because typically people above that age range are more likely to get that. Um, however, so not, when not I got recommended before, it's just not recommended to people until they get that age. Right. Okay. Right. However, when I got shingles and I went to the pharmacist to get my, my drugs for it, uh, I said, you know, like I would have got the vaccine for this, but nobody told me I should have. Cause it's usually for older people. And the pharmacist is like, man, we're seeing people thirties, forties all the time getting this right now. Oh, God damn. And I was like, well, fuck, I wish somebody had told me that yeah, I would have got no, the right. vaccine. Um, so essentially, this is a way for, yeah, so people's, I mean, your lifestyle, you know, how healthy you are, all that, it's also your genetics, right, um, can impact how your organs are uh, are aging. Right. And so... Because all our guidelines more, are based off of just, the, you know... Average. The, the average, yeah. Right, right. So if your heart, for instance, is, you know, on an age level much older than the rest of your body just based on your genetics and your health your lifestyle um, whether you've been that's something or not right <laughs> so that's something you want to pay attention to and now you're more aware of it and now you can you know take tests to see if it's okay 
Um, you can possibly prevent heart attacks. You can prevent, you know, all these things. Same with any of these others, um, organs um, or fat <laughs> or muscle weird. tissues. Um, but it's just a way That's to, with the simple blood test, you can then determine, okay, I need to worry about my heart health, my liver health, my muscle you know, tissue health. Um, so it's, it's a good thing for preventative medicine. Yeah, that's cool. And I hope this doesn't come out to be like a Theranos thing. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it so far. Okay. So All right, who wins? Yeah. I think the uh, sickle cell. I think the CRISPR. Yeah. Yeah. Crispy. Okay. Go on. Uh, all right. Moving on to econ. Argentina devalued its peso by over 50% uh, against the U.S. Dollar, uh-huh. as the newly inaugurated president Malay moves to address an economic crisis. So you can um, describe the mechanism of that. Essentially, they said it's so it was trading at like three hundred and seventy to one dollar, something like that, and they just moved it to eight hundred to one. Mm-hmm. So eight hundred pesos, so that to they $1. could so that they could buy what pesos out of the market and yes. in dollars, isn't that yeah, yeah, and reduce so. Essentially, they had been running on uh, deficits for like decades at this point. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. So just just do I understand that right? They if they make their dollar cheaper to buy and they already have their reserve of another currency to buy it with, they buy it off the market or or do they buy it with dollars and then put the dollars in the market? Is that how they they, essentially they they can buy their debt with dollars with dollars? Okay, right. So, but it devalues the currency across the entire economy. Yeah, but you take so out we, more of the currency when you do that. I don't have any idea of the, yeah. how this works. Is yeah. that how that works? So this is yes, exactly how that works. Okay. Um, so, I mean, they have been running at one hundred and fifty percent inflation levels like annually for a while. Um, there was, I think, it was the Times. I think the Daily had a they had an interview with a shopkeeper in in Argentina who was like, "Yeah, like." I have to check the prices for my stuff that I'm selling like before I sell day. it because yeah. it changes like three times a week. Yeah. Um, and instead of holding pesos, he just buys extra stock because like at least that will hold some value. Sure. Um, so he buys more of the merchandise he's going to sell or he buys dollars. Right. Um, which is the way that economy has worked for a while. I mean, people describe buying a home or real estate with hundred dollar bill U S bills right. because that's the only you know currency that's stable enough to do it with. Um, so Malay has talked about dollarizing the economy. This is going to be painful for people when suddenly your pesos, if you're holding any, are worth half the value. They he were. said that at his inauguration. He said, you know, he basically said he what said, Obama said in 08, um, but just with a hurt. chainsaw. He's like, right. yeah, this is going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. Uh, he said that you're going to see significant inflation month over month. And like, you know, the, either one of two things is going to happen. Either these measures are going to be painful, but then take a, have some positive effects in which, in which case he'll continue down that path because he's making everyone happy. Right. Mm -hmm. Or these things don't work. And now he's going to start listening to his like, you know, niche base and he's going to go on to more of his extreme measures. So, you know, I, you know, this was a lot of people, in America, I think especially had a lot of criticism of this election and I don't want to just sound like I know everything about Argentina, but you know, the issue, the issue on their election was Peronism had failed. And like, Mm -hmm. I get the intention behind it and the social programs that were vital to so many people's lives. Right. But objectively Peronism had not worked. 
And mm. there's no arguing that. Now you could say it's the system or the, uh, the, the, the corruption maybe within the people that did it. Fine. But the people of Argentina weren't going to go to another Peronist, Peronist. I don't know. Fucking, um, Evita's husband. And, uh, <laughs> they weren't going to go for another of the same thing anymore. And, right. and, 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 and his specialty is he's an economist. I mean, you tell me how that doesn't get elected. If we had comp, if we didn't have to have a choice between two people to grow up without color TVs, and we actually had like some educated person running in this election and they happened to be a wackadoo with a chainsaw. And they said that their specialty was the economy. I think we and would vote for dogs. That. We'd vote for that person too. Yeah, and probably, and, you know, yeah. I mean, so, so, there had been a number of like sort of uh, social wel- welfare programs that had been enacted by Peronism, as you said, um, that people liked. But the problem was they were doing that with deficits. They they weren't bringing in the money to support those programs. Um, and like so ultimately, it doesn't matter if you're getting a check from the government every week, if that check is worth you know, 50% of what it was initially worth the week before and then 50% right. less the next week, like that's doesn't help you. Um, so obviously they were in a tailspin and they had to do something. Um, we'll see. I mean, this seems like even if you, you don't have to be a, uh, you know, a, a libertarian economist to think that this is a, a good libertarian thing to do is a political this philosophy economist sure. should be I an Austri- I, Austrian. I was trying to think of the right uh, word. Austrian. Austrian, right. Yeah. You don't have to be an Austrian economist to think that, that probably some steps needed to be taken to rein in the spending right. and stop the spending. I mean, if there was some fun. centrist that was going to, you know, manage this in a way that people thought would help, then they'd go with that. I mean, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And, right. and he hasn't really gone into his uh more controversial things yet he closed well he down has of- i believe he shut down half of the government no that's what he said he was going to do he said I he was going to close like 22 of them he's closed nine well, I, yeah it went from 18 to from 18 to nine I believe, okay right? yeah i, I don't so. know i thought it was 22 yeah. to nine but sure oh, yeah okay. doesn't matter i mean okay. the, the, um yeah yeah i don't know i was gonna i mean make i guess what he's doing there is like just the having way. other other bureaucracies have more on their plate i believe is yeah kind of yeah i think it's happening. what we all went through in 2008 with retail where they're like oh yeah we're gonna have to pull back well, on our uh our, our our payroll dollars to get through this tough time everybody starts doing twice the tasks and then they're like mm, we're not hiring more people though now do you know what always blew my mind when i went to bed bath and beyond from yeah. other retailers what was the the massive levels of management upper management they oh had? my god yes because i was used to like most retail companies you have, like you know, store level, store level leader, and then you have a district leader, region leader, oh, whatever, uh-huh. right? And Bed Bath had like eight district leaders and eight. They had a district leader for every every like, every function. department, yeah, yeah, within the company. And normally, that would be one person at right. most companies. Right. They had like eight. Yeah, it was wild. I was like, what? Well, and then that justified meetings and yep. programs yep. and training sessions, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. follow up, and then you know, and then bankruptcy. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that something? Yep. Isn't that something? Uh, okay, right. who uh, is that? The oh, uh, the U.S. economy added uh, hundred. 99,000 jobs in November, slightly above expectations of 190,000 and up from 150,000 in October. Meanwhile, the unemployment rate fell to 3.7% and wages grew 4% annually. When we were coming out of the pandemic and they were always having good job numbers, it was easy to dismiss it, but he said some incredible job numbers. These are numbers you see that you would associate with a good economy. 
They are. They are. In fact, I think the next couple of headlines, including this one, sort of tell a story of where we are with this economy. And while I understand this economy, (laughs) well, I understand that people are still feeling the, the pain and the pinch of inflation as compared to, you know, three, four, five years ago. I totally get it, man. I totally get it. Like, I understand, you know, I went to the grocery store and I spent a hundred bucks and this is what I got. You know, but for versus what I yeah, but like for us, it's uncomfortable. Like people can't eat. Yes, there is certainly there's a line where it's not just uncomfortable; it's untenable. Um, But if it keeps going this way, it'll be us. (laughs) Indeed. Uh, Overall, uh, numbers are trending better. Um, So yeah, I think well, we have a couple more headlines to get into here that we'll uh, talk more about that. Talk Uh, about tournament. Yeah, tournament wise, I think that Argentina. Uh, I want to go with it's a bigger Argentina. Okay. Oh, you All think right. they'll inflate the? I mean, that's. Well, I was going to be a you know a, a homer and. Well, you got the US. next one to do that with. That's Just true. So we got more of that. Yeah, uh, Argentina. Okay, go ahead. All right, the consumer price index increased three point one percent in November from a year ago, edging down. Edging. Uh, <laughs> from from three point two percent in October. On a monthly basis, the inflation rate uh, increase oh, 0.1%, slightly above forecast of zero. Um, so again, uh, inflation seems to be sort of tapering off or at least fighting sort of a plateau. Uh-huh. Um, and that's a good thing. And the next headline talks a little bit more about that. Why don't you hit that one? Uh, the Federal Reserve left its benchmark interest rate unchanged at a target rate of 525 to 5.5%. And signaled the rate cut, uh, signaled three rate cuts in 2024. Oh, Alan, do you remember like a month or two ago when I was saying you talked to some of these people that deal with that? Um, They are kind of there. People were saying, you know, we're not saying we're going to expect it, but I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing it in the next 18 months. Yeah. So this is very, very positive news that the Fed came out and said, we're not going to change anything right now, but. Uh, we think that we've sort of got this under control and that we can begin to ease these rates uh, next year. So the markets took this very well. I think they were expecting this uh, for the most part. It was already priced in. Um, but to have your your expectations confirmed <laughs> is a good thing. As I'm, I'm hearing less people talking about a double dip recession yep. and bank runs as much anymore. Yes, yes, very and much so. And those people I will continue to listen to probably slightly less of. I've completely stopped listening to David Sachs. Somebody sent me a thing today that was like David Sachs describing something about Ukraine, and Elon Musk said, "You are he did, he did the same thing he did with the uh, Hitler guy. Uh, mm-hmm. He was like, yes, this is all true. Um, and, and somebody sent me that, and I was like, I'm, I don't, I'm not listening to either of these guys. First of all, we're, we're probably on the same page about Ukraine. This isn't working out. Uh, but like, I'm not listening to David Sachs on that. Like, they, like, I yeah. completely punched out on that pod a yeah. while ago. Yeah. It's just, I not just I the can, pod, like as a person, just him as a person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I can deal with some wild takes. It's don't you remember when but, his big thing during the uh, Silicon Valley Bank was? If you if you if you didn't hear the way he like spun it and like finessed it at you. Mm-hmm. He was basically what he was basically saying was this bank's important because it's important to me and yeah. everyone I know has money there. So therefore we need a bailout. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, he was one of the, one of the guys who was starting the text uh, threads that uh, led to the, to, to the bank runs themselves. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. 
All uh, right. Uh, tournament. What do we think? Um, I think the Fed is a bigger deal. Yeah, I think so, too. All right. So we have – oh, should we do the full tournament now, then? So uh, oh, yeah. Go. Okay. So do we have one, two, three, four, five, six? Won't work. That's fine. <laughs> uh, who wins? Abortion right. pills or small gags? I think the small the abortion pills. Abortion pills. Yes. Okay. Abortions. Uh, who wins? Yemen or the crispy boy? Crispy boy. Crispy. Crisper. Cast nine. Uh, what is it? What is C? It's an acronym. I don't remember what the C R I. Uh, repeating something. Repeating. I don't remember what the I is. Can you look up what it stands for? Um, I, the reason, the whole reason I want to say is because I know what the P stands for. Do you know what the P stands for? Did you already see it? No. Is it palindromic? It is clustered regularly interspersed clustered regularly interspaced short palindromic repeats. Yeah. I love that. That is pretty cool. You don't forget palindromic. You can't forget. Oh, uh, who wins Argentina or the fed Argentina? That's basically, I mean, they basically did a fed. They were like, yeah, we can control the money. We have a central bank. So this is worth half because we say so. We can totally do this. Uh, Okay. And let's do Argentina versus CRISPR. Oh, CRISPR. I think CRISPR. You think the CRISPR is a better story? Yeah. I mean, just if you look out, you know, a century or or even half a century, I think CRISPR is the effects of that just massive in just the effects on human suffering. Well, so if they limit the abortion pill access, it would still be available in states that haven't banned it. Yes. So it'd be like, well, it would just limit the mail in and stuff or would it limit? Right. I mean, the, the one from Texas, um, that the whole thing was about, she just had to go to another state to seek treatment, which sucks that you have to do that, but she was able to do that. still. yeah, but that's not the same as the abortion pill. That's not the same as, no, no, I'm saying, I know. I understand, but yes. Um, well then, in that case, I think CRISPR is a bigger deal. Man, I thought the, I thought we'd have a big abortion winner here, but it's going to CRISPR. Hey, what if we can edit genes so that you can have an abortion? Um, Sorry, I don't know. I just I don't my know. that sounds a lot like an abortion. I, I think they'd still be okay. I think they'd still not be okay with that if that they'd was probably still yeah, not be okay. Yeah, with yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Nice bit All right. though. We have some other news. Uh, speaking of Elon Musk, this is from the Business Insider. Elon Musk's luck has finally run out. Essentially, uh, the uh, writer uh, sort of sort of bullet points recent things that have happened with Elon, including like the deal book thing where he said, uh, fuck him. I don't I don't want your fuck money. Um, if you look at the recall of all the Teslas because of their Go fuck auto- yourself. <laughs> because of their auto driving. Fuck yourself. OK, <laughs> yes. Um and you look at so also the way that Elon has structured a lot of his deals. So the way that he bought uh, Twitter, I'm not going to call it X. Uh, the way he bought Twitter was to essentially leverage stock in Tesla to do so. And now, he got a bunch of money from the Saudis too, right? That too. Isn't that there too. like okay? However, so what happens is he's so leveraged that so if Tesla stock drops to you know below a certain level now the bank that he's you know borrowed money from to pay for t- twitter based on his ownership of tesla stock is going to call him and say hey we need we need some more money here uh, so then money he has to me and money they- now money <laughs> money me money now okay so if it drops below a certain threshold it's not enough to secure the loan then he has to come up with cash how does oh, he do wow. that the only way you can do that is to sell Tesla stock. If he sells Tesla stock, <laughs> it loses value. Every, 
everybody lose confidence in Tesla stock. And so the stock drops further. Yeah. It's just this snowball rolling downhill. And so he's borrowing, he's actually borrowing money from SpaceX to pay for us. <laughs> other adventures cool. so literally his ego is writing checks his body can't cash literally uh, we yes. might need to add Funny. that to something damn it there's an Funny. accident who let Zelensky in here Funny now. <laughs> get out of here Zelensky <laughs> all right sorry about that uh, I'm gonna look up the the uh, go ahead talk yeah so essentially what she says in this article is like you know he's been he's ha- had a pretty lucky streak uh, it feels like maybe that luck is running out and just the way that he structured all of these deals and the way he set up his finances, he actually doesn't have a lot of cash on hand. It's almost all equity. Um, is it really, equity. is it, is it some, it's equity? What? It's equity and businesses that he is CEO of or owns essentially, you know, like SpaceX, Tesla, uh, Twitter. So if things start to turn the wrong direction for any of those businesses, then it affects the other ones because of the way. Doesn't everything always there. work out for him though? So far, I mean, it's it's been pretty good ride for him so but, far. However, but so far, he's always had, um, a, I would say, a majority of the public's backing, and he's lost all right. that goodwill. It seems that way. Yeah. yeah, it seems that way. It's funny to listen to Sam Harris talk about him because. I mean, him and Sam at one point were ostensibly friends, and just to, to hear that. him talk. Yeah, and to hear the way he talks about him now. I mean, he's even talked to uh, one of the guys he's had on the show a few times. I can't remember their name. It's a philosopher, I want to say. Anyways, he's he said on the air that, um, look, I think you saw stuff in Elon I didn't see. Oh. Um, and, I, and I was wrong. Uh, and you were right, essentially. Oh. So, yeah, pretty wild. Um, so we'll see where that goes. I mean, so far, he's, uh, you know, he's been the cat that always lands on his feet no matter where you throw yeah. him. We'll yeah, you can that. skin him twice. Is that the phrase? Maintain that streak. I don't know. Yeah, uh, let me play this <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it can yeah. be on the on the show sheet or on the oh yeah soundboard. Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. <laughs> right, that's good enough. Glad we got it. Sorry, did I step on it? No, you're fine. No, 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 you're okay. totally fine. You're a All good right. boy. Thank you. All right. Uh, okay. Well, All right. You got some other news? Yes, I do. Uh, so this one is from what is? This? Oh, I didn't want to have to read this. Uh, Jack Smith, they're saying so. We we reported it one way, and everyone I've heard talk about it basically said this kind of you know it's what we talked about in the last show that uh, Jack Smith said you know Trump's just going to delay, delay, delay. Let's just get to the point. Ask the Supreme Court if he actually does have complete and utter immunity for all crimes. And I saw this headline that was like Jack Smith's gamble is going to let Trump go free. So what's the concern there? They think the is it just they think the Supreme Court might not do what we expected to do. Yeah, as far as I can tell, this is essentially one dude. Um, yeah, it was an and... ex FBI agent too. It's like, well, we've talked to an ex FBI agent a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, and also he was uh, talking to Newsweek, which I don't know if you followed what's happened with Newsweek, but they ain't exactly the same uh, journalist. You say that, but I feel like I still see decent things from them. What yeah. is there something that you're referring to? I think that the journalism, the quality of their journalism has definitely um, declined. Not what it, yeah, it's not what it used to be. Yeah, but there was never like it, the famous writer from Newsweek. Well, no, but I feel like uh, I don't know. I don't know the exact whole story. I could look it up. Uh, maybe I'll. I'll You're aware of there being a story. It's not just your opinion. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But so essentially, Newsweek sort of like Sharper Image and Bed Bath and Beyond sort of sold their. I see. It, right? I see. So it's not the same okay. thing it used to be. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so this is a former FBI assistant director, Chris Sweckler. You know who did that? It was Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated went only online, and then um, nobody cares anymore, basically, because it's except like, for the swimsuit edition. Or well, then they did this, but then they then I think they did the swimsuit edition only online too. It's like really? porn on wow. the internet. 
a dumbass. Like, I mean, I don't need magazines. Your... Yeah. Magazines just, yeah, it's been, it's been rough since the yeah. internet for them. Rough. Um, rough. Like your mother likes it. Um, so this was, yeah, former um, FBI assistant turned attorney Chris Sweckler thinks Trump has a good chance of walking free from his Jan 6 uh, case. So essentially what he said is, I wouldn't say the Supreme Court is a friendly forum for Trump, but the Supreme Court will stick to strict construction of constitutional issues and try to determine the intent of the founders when it comes to constitutional issues. They will not try to create new law, so I think Trump has a strong chance of prevailing. I in in, in the context of stealing the documents or the insurrection? The insurrection. Oh, my God. I, I, I disagree entirely. Yeah. I, I, I don't see there's any way the Supreme Court says that a president is immune from all prosecution, even post his presidency. There's just I, – I, Well, because, again, it, the, the next day, Joe Biden – which, by the way, did you see Occupy Democrats said my joke or my – I guess yeah, everybody – I did see that. I think yeah, everybody yeah. had this thought they must have. They're like, okay, you're basically saying Joe Biden can do crimes. Be right. gay, do crimes. I mean, again, the whole – Wait, wait, wait. Be, be gay, do crimes, Jack. Licking the ice cream cone. <laughs> The the whole point of the United States, well, one of them, was to get away from the divine right of kings, right? Like that was part of our ethos at the beginning. I don't – if the Supreme Court does say that, we got to move to Canada. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Well, not that. I mean I think that but, there's, um, there, there's a reasonable expectation for citizens to like literally revolt. And I don't know how absolutely. that would look because that's not the side that – I don't think it's going to happen. Revolting, I really don't. I, I really don't, don't either. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I saw yeah. this headline and I was shocked by it. So you read the whole article and you weren't I really did. And I don't – this okay. is one guy okay. uh, you know, talking to what I would say is an incredible news outlet. I had like a Russia gate feeling where i was like oh shit did we all read this wrong like no okay. no i don't think so at all okay so at all. uh what's that last right. one uh oh this one's weird i don't so this was so really read... off the radar t-bone sent this to me i was like i didn't hear anything about this so i think this is a big story i haven't even seen this follow-up be a big story i think this is worth sharing yeah okay so this is um navy officer serving three-year sentence in japan for deadly crash is now in u.s custody so this is a navy officer who was involved in a deadly car crash that killed two Japanese citizens in Japan, and he has now been transferred back into the custody of the United States. Did you hear the context uh, of the car car accident? No, I did not. So he was driving down from Mount Fuji, and okay. he hit a car, I guess, coming on the way up, uh, killing them. So they said that he fell asleep behind the wheel, and that's uh, punishable with the 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 time the term like, like term. manslaughter or whatever yeah yeah um his wife involuntary says that, manslaughter so that's not the case though right so his defense was that he had was it epoxia uh high altitude sickness coming oh up yeah i didn't see that which okay. i can understand that being tough to prove because you know little old ladies go up to mount fuji all the time what is the elevation it's high it's, it's high yeah let's look that up oh we got a song for looking it up Hold up, huh? I gotta look this up. <laughs> uh, did I get rid of it? Twelve thousand, yeah, twelve thousand three hundred eighty-eight feet. You can get, you definitely can. I've been to like eleven thousand feet. Yeah, but where and... were you before that? Were you at like eight thousand prior? No, I was in the Central Valley. Oh, so yeah, um, and I definitely felt some effects. Yeah, and I've known people who have been in similar elevations who felt really 
like serious effects, like had to leave. Um, that See, was, I was, I was born in Colorado. got that mile. So high yeah, heart, yeah. You know. You're already my life. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was backpacking in, um, fuck was that? Ansel Adams wilderness. I want to say, mm. and yeah, 11,000 feet hits different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Especially if you're used to living at zero. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, you feel it when you go skiing in Colorado or something like that. Like you're like, yeah. wow, we are really up high. I'm winded. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh shit. You yeah, get it up it, in Tahoe too, you know? Yeah, you can. And but the symptoms can be pretty bad. Like if it's really impacting you, like it, it would be similar to falling asleep while driving or even causing yeah. it. Maybe and you didn't know, but it yeah. would. I don't know. You know, so he's in U.S. custody now. Who uh, who knows what? Uh, what did T Bone send this? It was T Bone. Uh, I think his point was, you know, he's in U.S. custody. Who knows what that means? Like he's, yeah, you know, maybe he's getting a talking to over here. Um, but yeah, I mean this, I, this seems like something that was a big deal in Japan and was just off our radar as Americans. I thought it was worth sharing and it's kind of a, kind of a big deal. And the, and the guy's coming back. Like that's, that's a good story. If he's innocent of doing this, which I I'd like to take his word for it. I mean, certainly so I, don't think he, his wife says that he was completely like alert. She, he was even worried about her being car sick, um, before it happened. So like it's not like he was past like you know falling asleep. That's weird. And then what? You According like, just to her testimony, drove across traffic like oh oh like he had a moment where he like lost yeah. consciousness out of he nowhere. Lost it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean that's terrifying. Imagine that happening that to you. Like you know your spouse is that's happening to, and you can't do anything about it, and you get to live through it too. I mean you're lucky. Jeez. Yeah. I mean it yeah. killed two people. It was a horrific car accident. Yeah. I mean it's it's a. It's a sad story. It is. Way, yeah, it's a sad story either way. Hopefully, you know, somebody isn't in prison that didn't have to be. Yeah, and hopefully it wasn't intentional or anything like that. Yeah. yeah All right, shall we get into media diet? Yeah, what have you been watching? Okay, so I watched the show uh, All the Light We Cannot See on Netflix. This had been sort of marketed heavily, I would say, towards me. <laughs> I've seen a number of ads on Instagram. I was aware of it for a while. I think it's been out for a couple of months now, and I'd kind of avoided it. They've been I, advertising it on the New York Times podcast, which is a telltale yep. for me to avoid. Yeah, and I'd kind of been avoiding it because I understood the subject matter. And oh, really? It wasn't going to be well. Generally, it's ta- it takes place during World War II, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, Nazi occupied France. Oh, don't spoil it for me. I won't. I won't spoil it. It's joking about uh, the war, Alan. And so I, I sort of avoided it because you know I, I know a lot about that time period in that history and none of it's fun to read about um and so i finally i was like all right i'm, I'm gonna check it out uh starring uh, mark ruffalo and um house what's his name hugh laurie uh, yeah yeah the one character uh, yeah uh i gotta say man i really liked it i mean maybe i, I thought the movie w- or the show was very good it's like i think it's six or eight episodes um they're like an hour long each and it essentially follows um, – so there's a girl and her father. Uh, they, they're they Jewish descent, and they're living in Paris when the Nazis arrive. They have to escape, and then sort of what happens post that, um, including um, her – like the, the father's like uncle or something like that, um, who had served, I believe, in World War One and sort of had um, – issues from that and they end up living with him and his her uh his sister or something like that um anyways i think it is really well done i thought the acting was phenomenal i thought the story was phenomenal it is you know essentially it's a historical fiction uh but it i i loved it i thought it was very moving 
television. Um, I would absolutely recommend it. I, I, I don't want to be too hyperbolic, but okay. I, it's one of my, it's gotta be one of the, my favorite things I've ever seen on Netflix. Okay. In terms of series yeah. they've made. Okay. Yes. Dude, I've got a, I've got a Netflix review that like, I'm, I'm really impressed with the last few things they've done. Uh, yeah. before we get to that one, I okay. mean, I make a confession. Well, wait, wait, um, that, that show you saw mm-hmm. or that, yeah, the, all the light we cannot see mm-hmm. is that strikes me as the type of title where it's like a line in one of the episodes. Has that happened it yet? Is. It is. Yeah. It is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or if, yeah, I think it is. Okay. Yeah, it is. Oh, also I will say this because we are, uh, you know, baby broadcasters. There is, there is part of the show, which is about like broadcasting, uh-huh. uh, which perhaps because of, you know, my biases, was okay. also attractive. That's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure I'll yeah. watch it eventually. I mean, especially with a good yeah. review like that. Uh, yeah. Let me know how you like it when, when you finish it too. Oh, I uh, finished it. Oh, oh, great. So it was good. It's good. No. Okay, cool. Um, okay. So this one's kind of a confession because this movie is actually not bad and I okay. couldn't believe it. Um, okay. I put it on cause I was like, you know what? That trailer was a little weird, but I, I, I always want to give Eddie Murphy a chance. And I, I gotta okay. say like, I'm a fan of Jingle All the Way. And if you think about that, that's like, you know, okay. it's yeah. it's Arnold. Cheesy and Christmas his, movies are fun. Yeah, and it's Arnold yeah. in his let's do a comedy action comedy phase, family sure. action comedy phase. Um, Jingle All the Way is a really good movie. Like, it's, I want Sinbad's you know in it, it Phil up. Hartman's in it. It does hold up. Yeah, Sinbad. and you get oh to think God. of Mike O'Mara doing his uh, Arnold impression going, Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, actually, that might have been from Conan. Anyway. Um, so I watched Candy Cane Lane. It's on Amazon oh. Plus. It's, uh, it's uh, I don't know a song called Candy Cane Lane. I'm not going to. You don't know the song? I'm not taking the bait, Alan. Uh, uh, the, is, it, uh, is it a horror? Like, it's a, it's a be careful what you wish for movie about yeah, I think winning. I've seen the trailer for it. It's about winning the neighborhood light competition. Okay. Um, it's just, it's, oh, all right. it's way better than it should be. Um, so, so basically there's like a read the fine print contract he signs and mm-hmm. the movie is about him fulfilling his end of the contract. Um, it ends up involving the characters of the, I don't think I have to worry about spoiling this movie too much. <laughs> no. Like I'm giving away a little bit, not a lot. Um, okay. the, uh, the, all, all of the characters in the uh, 12 days of Christmas, the song, uh, okay. Exist in this movie, okay. As living entities, and okay. uh, you know the lords of leaping look just like you know some fancy As parents. You yeah, um, you know maids of cream. Berries. I'm a little lad who likes berries and cream. <laughs> uh, yes, like that. A fancy lad. Okay. Uh, yeah. And and the the maids of milking. It's a women milking oh. a cow. Uh, oh, I was hoping they were milking. You know, like no, my no. wife. She make it the well, cheese. <laughs> yeah, well, that didn't come from her milk. Her breast milk, Alan. <laughs> All right, right. I know. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, uh, no, my favorite characters that they did of it was the three French hens. It's oh, it's, <laughs> I'll spoil it. I'll spoil it. It's it's okay. it, so it's like what's a French hen? It just looks like a hen, right? But so it was just hens dressed as stereotypically French people. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, oh, and one of them was a rooster. I was like, that's not a hen. You don't know what a hen is. Cocavine. I like it. Yeah, I actually got to recommend. If you don't mind family movies, which I don't normally, uh, you'll, right. you'll really like this. It's a good reminder that Eddie Murphy's a decent actor. And yeah. and he was straight up going to win an Academy Award for Dreamgirls, but then either either Morbit or Meet Dave came out like right before the Academy Awards. So it was like set up for him to or maybe it was the other way around. Maybe he did Norbit in the summer and then, you know, uh, Dreamgirls came out just in time for Oscar bait season. But they were like, mm-hmm. yeah, but we've still got this Norbit in our mouth. Like we can't uh, <laughs> can't quite get that. out of Yeah. Head. You can't give someone best actor of the year and also have Norbit on the fucking bookshelves, you know, <laughs> right. Blockbuster shelves. Um, I did also watch LA Confidential just to finally tell you I've seen oh, that yeah. enough. Have you a valediction, boy? I liked that part, uh, especially what happened right after it. Um, a lot of this movie takes place over Christmas, which makes me want to say, uh, is this a Christmas movie? Oh. Is LA Confidential a Christmas movie? Also, Danny DeVito's in this. He's yeah. He's smarmy little He's prick. The, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, because the cops get all drunk. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to say sure. it's a Christmas movie. All right. Movie. Well, you know what? We'll make it a Christmas tradition and watch it. I like Confidential. Hell yeah. All it's right. a great movie, man. Um, it's a great movie. You know what? Since we got time, this hasn't been that long of a show. Can I play an excerpt? I finished the book 1984, Julia, today. Oh, yeah. Man, it's powerful. You just get the audiobook, man. I, I, just, I will. I hope the price didn't go up. It was like $3.99 on Audible. Um, like, yeah. even if, if you're. like. 12 I know I do too, but use those it, on yeah. something that wouldn't like yeah, yeah, your, your yeah. next month will cost you more than three ninety nine. Right, so buy right, the book right. for three ninety nine is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, and listeners, if you haven't the audible uh, 1984, the original is uh, copyright free. So it's free on audible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I finished uh, 1984 Julia, which is the story of 1984, but from the perspective of his, uh, well, let's girlfriend, not spoil. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also, you know, you can't have a girlfriend in that situation. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's a retelling of the original story, but it layers in a bunch of new details and it's not like just fan fiction shoved in. It's, it feels like it's either from Orwell's notes. It was, it was the estate of Orwell wanted someone to write this and they shopped for our authors to do it. And they came to her. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm, a, you know, she's like, I've, I've listened to an interview with her. I want to try to get her on the show. Um, she oh, said she's dope. read it like 10 times, the original, uh, as you know, she's kind of like obsessed with it as a kid. And, you know, yeah. she's a she's a great fiction writer already. Um, and it just it doesn't feel like you're not reading Orwell um, and you're getting the same story told with a different angle on it that builds the original story up and makes it richer while and I don't want to ruin anything um, pivotal points of mm-hmm. the original. You've probably had a lot of time to dwell on it and come up with like, Oh, well when this was happening, because there's so much paranoia in, in the 1984 world, you, the more you think about it, you're like, well, I bet this was her intention. I bet this is what this fine. I wonder if, you know, obviously these people were in cahoots. How did that work out? You know? And, mm-hmm. and it's, this story answers almost everything you can think of from that. And I will not spoil this. So let me just think there's the pivotal scene that the end that Alan mentioned uh, is told from a different shot. And then the story goes on a little bit longer, we'll say. Okay. So rather than just ending the way the original ended, um, it it tells a little bit further. It goes a little bit further from Julia's perspective 
And I feel like anybody who's really loved 1984 will value hearing like, what if Orwell wrote another two chapters? Oh man. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm in. I'm Very in. Good. You sold me. And, and the end, the very end, mm-hmm. um, just, just masterfully done. Just ma- all, all, all the right. way to the last, all, literally all the way to the last word of the book. And not wow. like it's one word. You're not going to be like, oh, I bet it's this word. It's just the, the, the last sentence even like is just perfect. It's, oh God. Nice. All right. All right. Oh, I was going to play this. Sorry. I said that was all set up to, I want to play a clip from it. Okay. So like you've, you've read, so it's, since it's Julia, it's a female narrator. Um, the, but listen to this person talk and tell me it's not the way you read heard her in your, or the way you read Orwell's writing. Like it sounds exactly like Orwell here. Beyond was a spacious room in which warm light shone over a gleaming piano. Two pale blue armchairs sat on either side, as if awaiting the piano's song, and the walls were lined with bookshelves full of cloth-bound books. Even the ceiling was ornamented with plaster flowers, and the piano had its own lovely rug to stand upon. Most strange of all was that no one was in the room. All that beauty sat unattended. The piano alone received the wasteful flood of electric light, like someone somewhere had worked to produce. One saw the hours of a stranger's life pouring uselessly over the silent piano. Wow. Yeah. That definitely sounds like uh, Orwell prose and for sure. Just that's, dystopic that's impressive. future or present even. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but even just the way the sentences are structured. Yes. The, yeah, I, 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 sorry, when I said that, just the imagery, yeah. the, 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 because yeah. of the way it's structured, the way that I'm like, you see that room vividly in your mind, right? Yes. And yes. then you feel the expression of just, you know, the abuse of humanity. The uselessness yes. of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Well, uh, abrupt transition. Uh, <laughs> I have a game for you before we leave today and a question. Ah. All right. Let's go. I want you to identify. So uh, I know we're, you know what? I would say that I know we we don't do sports, uh, mm. but I saw our Spotify wrapped and I know what other podcasts a lot of you listen to. Maybe not you, maybe not you, but you two over there. And I know you do. <laughs> so even if you don't like sports, this is the type of year where college football ends and they have these sort of reward games that they match up oh, two yes. teams the to play. Games. The bowl yes. games. They're not, these are not, the games that you're going to have to identify are not the prestigious bowls. I'm not going to bring you an orange right. bowl or a rose They're bowl. They're the lower level. These are the sub tier bowls. And these bowls oftentimes have lost their original name because they were originally attractions to bring people to like Southern vacation cities uh, mm-hmm. during the, during the winter. Right. And now they're all corporate. Yes. Now. So, so, you know, it's like, well, we kept the bowl game. It's a tourism thing for our city, but um, we don't have that name anymore. We moved to a different stadium. Uh, right. And, and so, you know, like for one here, we'll, we'll throw a couple examples out. Dr. Pepper bowl or something. That might be one. There's <laughs> okay. the, well, no, Dr. Pepper, they don't want to confuse people. They're sponsoring all of the games. Right, um, right, right. There's the, cricket celebration bowl that's a real bowl there's the myrtle beach bowl that one's true to the name of you know just name it after coming to myrtle beach brought to you by myrtle beach uh (laughs) which sounds hilarious because what here's an example of a great one the r&l carriers bowl that for a while there was the bell helicopters bowl and you're just like yeah you know i was in the market for a helicopter thank god you know my favorite (laughs) football team was losing by 17 points at the half right Uh, right yeah um okay so i'm gonna give you i think like five 
And one of these is you'll have to identify which actually I might give you a few to mess with you. And I will give you a point for everyone you identify that is not a bowl game. Okay. All right. So let's start with the Starco Brands LA Bowl hosted by Gronk. Starco Brands? S A S T A R C O. Starco. Hosted by Gronk, Alan. It's the LA Gronkowski. Bowl. It's the LA, LA Bowl. I've never heard of Starco Brands. You know it's got to be uh, like some military defense place, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I'm going to say that's real. That's a real one, probably because I've okay. made it sound like it's a real one. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Starco Real. Uh, uh, it's not the Baby Gronk. Oh, is it presented by Baby Gronk, where he rizzed up Livy? <laughs> Hi, kids. <laughs> Do you like violence? Um, okay, how about, uh, here's a fun one. How about the avocados from Mexico Curable? Oh, so is, those, go ahead. They are spending a shit ton of advertising. The avocados from Mexico. Yeah. I'm going to say that's real. Yeah. But it's the avocados from Mexico curable. This is the rare. Is this a sentence or a bowl game? Ah, uh, okay. Are you, were you born with bowl? Well, avocados from Mexico can cure that. <laughs> I was at the grocery store yesterday and the cashier was like coughing like crazy. Oh. And the woman in front of me was like, um, I had a bad cough, and my husband, you're not going to believe this, but he got Mexican cola, and he boiled it with red onions, and it fixed me right up. You should try it. I think I you were like, beating your cold, and then you ate like, something what funny. Is happening? That happened to you or next to you? Next to me, like in front oh of me. Oh, my God. I was next in line. Wow. And the cashier was coughing so much, I was a little concerned. I was, like, trying to stay back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, please don't touch my stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, but I think that's a real one. The avocado is curable? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I had a joke in the middle of that, but I'm being a good boy and I didn't interrupt you. No, Wait, remember. was that yes? I was really uh, right. I'm not going to tell you yet. Oh, damn it. Okay. Um, we've got the uh, famous toastery bowl. Toastery bowl? Yeah, famous toastery. That's, that's the whole thing? Famous toastery bowl. Oh, is uh, it? That, that reminds me. So I don't know if famous modifies toastery or if toastery. So the, there was one that was the Idaho famous potatoes bowl or famous idaho potatoes bowl and i was always like does famous modify idaho or potatoes in this (laughs) (laughs) i think it's the potatoes okay well so the famous Uh, toastery bowl toastery i'm I'm, I'm gonna say that's not real that one's not real so toasters sorry toaster toastery bowl toaster's not real uh well i'll give you another brand and see if you've heard of this brand scooters coffee frisco bowl so it's the Frisco Bowl in Frisco, Texas. Scooter's Coffee Frisco Bowl. That sounds like a Texas coffee. I'm going to say. <laughs> You're going to say Scooter's a real thing? Scooter. Real. Okay. Uh, I thought I had you there. How about RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> RoofClaim? RoofClaim. Bro, RoofClaim. Yeah, I think it's like, com. have you had a, a massive hurricane or tornado event recently? That would make sense for Boca Raton. Okay, um, but do you think roofclaim.com? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is I'm so gonna say stupid. that's real. This I'm is this is real. what American marketing is. Like we yeah, are yeah. like we, we deserve everything that's happening to us. Uh, hey, famous Idaho potato bowl. Look at that. Uh <laughs> would you believe me if I told you Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl was a thing? I don't think that one's gonna get you, is it? No, uh, that I would, that I would believe that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what an easy post is. <laughs> what, why is Lockheed Martin again? Why? I, I don't know. Uh, okay. Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. That is some great branding if that's real. 
<laughs> Surpro, they're the guys that come when you have like storm damage. Yeah, right? but it's the first responder bowl, so that's perfect. Right, right? So that's like real. EMTs. You, that's got to be real, right? To equate your that's great advertising. This is here to respect first responders, and just like them, if you've got a bloody kitchen floor, you're gonna need someone to clean that up. Call servepro.com, right? Did grandma fall and hit her head and shit her pants all over the kitchen table or the kitchen floor? I've yeah. fallen, I can't get up. Yeah. Call ah, I have chest pains. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say that's real. Yeah, so. yeah, that's a you gimme. Sold it. That's a gimme. Yeah. Um, so we already, I said there was the military, uh, uh, what did I say? There was Lockheed Martin Armed Forces yes. Bowl. Uh, what about if there's a military bowl presented by GoBowling.com? <laughs> Jesus. GoBowling.com. Oh, that can't be real. I'm going to say no. I'll be upset if it is okay. just the demise of our culture. Um, this one's one that I know the truth on. Is Duke's Mayo a bowl game? Like, do you, do you think there's a Duke's Mayo Bowl? I think there probably is. You know what's funny about that one? That one is real. I wasn't going to put that on the list, but uh, at the end of the game, instead of Gatorade, they dump a bunch of mayo on the coach. Oh, that's fucking gross. <laughs> oh, God. You cannot take enough showers. Know, that's right? disgusting. Uh, not for a good Southern boy. Uh, yeah, but I think... Uh, <laughs> is it someplace it? it's hot? Or no, it's, I guess it's winter. So it, it's, yeah, it's not a good experience. that'd be really bad. It's in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's the humidity that gets you, you know? <laughs> Can you imagine it being 95 degrees outside? And getting How about the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl? Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. Wow. Uh, have you, I, I, do you have a bad boy mower, Alan, or does does your neighbor I, have one? No, I'm not familiar with the brand. Bad actually. boy motor mowers. Uh, that one's real. Uh, how okay. about a pop tarts bowl? Pop tarts bowl? Yeah. If there's not one, there should be. Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. It's not Tony the Tiger. There is a Sun Bowl, but it's not Tony the Tiger. It, nope, it is Trans Perfect oh, Music fuck. City Bowl. <laughs> do you think Barstool Sports Sports sponsors a bowl? Oh, I. Dave Portnoy, sure. Okay, yeah. they do. Okay, I'm now. I'm just naming ones that I can't believe. Okay, <laughs> you know, there's a college football playoff. Wow. All right, uh, All right. Alan. Um, none of these were real, so I want you to know none of these were fake. The avocado bowl oh, is real. real. <laughs> uh, the Starco featuring Gronk bowl. Uh, the toaster toastery. The toastery yeah. is real. Uh, wow. Is real. Uh, you played the same trick as the I did. Thing. I did. Yeah, okay. I did. I know. I mean, I'm running out of games. Listeners, if you have a game idea, send them into nuntaken.com slash games. That was still fun. I enjoyed yeah. it. It was a good time. Uh, roofclaim.com is real, and gobowling.com is sponsoring the military.com bowl. Wow. <laughs> I know. All right. That's just. Wow. Can we get a bowl? I mean, I, fuck. Apparently. I mean, it can't be that expensive. I mean, you know, could you believe that the, all, that the Pop-Tarts Bowl and the Tony the Tiger Bowl exist, but there isn't a, um, um, a, a Popeye's Bowl? Like, a Popeye's, Popeye's should sponsor a bowl game in Louisiana, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. like a Chick-fil-A. Bowl I think too. the Chick-fil-A is, does have a bowl. That's oh, a bowl. <laughs> yes. So there, it's, it's disappointing there isn't a Popeye's Bowl. Of course they do. All right. Um, How about Hobby Lobby? Do they have a bowl? No, no, oh. no, no. They didn't you weasel. Know. No, they they couldn't get some antiquity out of it. Some it belongs oh, right. in the museums. In it. Oh, I watched <laughs> the new uh, um, Indiana Jones, but it's not on my list. It was fine, but the CGI to make his face younger was almost unwatchable. Um, but yeah, I'm, I have zero interest. I don't know oh, why. I think you should have interest. Like, did you? I mean, okay. so like, it's not as good as um, the uh, crystals. No, 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 stop it. It's not as good as the Last Crusade, but oh, like, okay. oh, it's, Last Crusade it's great. better than um, 
Crystal Temple Skull. Crystal Skull. Oh. No, I love Temple of Doom. I love all the first three. I don't understand why anybody doesn't like that. I get the second you know, one. The second one he said was his divorce movie, Spielberg. Um, that was Temple of Doom. I know. I, I, yeah. I like it, though. I like Temple of Doom a lot. I think he actually said he didn't intend it to be like a uh trilogy but after that one he, he needed to do so one more with, that's yeah. really funny i thought temple of doom was fine i don't understand people not liking it it was all right it wasn't great i like when the he puts eyeball his hand soup in, was fun he puts his hand into the guy's chest and yeah, what's wrong yeah. with like a, a minecart race scene that's pretty I mean, fun short, short round was fun short round was great incredibly yeah. racist it's, you can get away with it it was the 80s they're japanese who cares right indeed yeah. You can make fun of Asians until like 2013. I've said it before on the show. I was you at a said, wedding just, in 2013 should, and the pastor screwed up his R's and L's and then out loud made a bunch of like ching chong sounds. And I was just like, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? And it was that like, left a profound mark on you. You, you, yeah. you can't, you don't see that. I mean, like, it, it was literally, you had the experience of nobody caring and you realizing that that was the last time nobody would care. Right. Right. Like, right. well, that happened. Gotcha. Well, um, you were there for it. I was there for all the transition. Yep. yep. I think I have a question to ask you before we get out of here. Okay. Do tell. Well, I'm working on it. Favorite black golfer. I already said that. <laughs> oh, remember when I made that chocolate milk joke earlier? And it was yes. when I was the racist one. Uh, do you yes. know Busy Bone from uh, Bone Thugs? Uh, huh? <laughs> he actually was found um, because of after that Adam Walsh movie. The the he he was he was kidnapped and found from uh, like America's Most Wanted or something. Really? Yeah. That's Ugh. weird, right? I mean, was it on the first of the month? Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't think of a crossroads joke. So, um, all right. Damn it. That was fun. That was fun. I'm upset about it. <laughs> uh, this is more of just like a social observation and uh, mm. I should probably stop making those the way the show has been going. Um, the, uh, remember like 20 years ago when, everybody was it was there was that huge spike and awareness and discussion about uh all the kids like the 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 increase of kids being diagnosed with autism mm -hmm. yeah have you noticed that we're about 20 years later so those people are all like 20 to 30 right now mm -hmm. well when they were kids you got like told it and you're like oh, i understand this is happening but like i feel like i could have told you that now like i could have been like I think there was an increase in kids born with autism about 20 to 30 years ago based on the 20 to 30 year olds, like in a normalizing way where it's like, you know, it's, yeah. I, I don't mean that. I mean, I do mean that to be lighthearted, fancy free, a little bit of a joke, but right. like it, it's apparent, right? And it, it is very apparent. I've heard some people refer to it as like potentially evolution, like. They, they gain skills that we don't have. I Well, I've, I've felt the same way when, cause like before that, the big social thing that everybody made a big deal about was ADD and ADHD. Yeah. And, um, so I, I always grew up thinking like, I love my ability to like free associate a little bit faster. It mm -hmm. sucks because I can't focus on one thing as much. Uh, but you know, but the, you can just bounce all over the yeah, place. Yeah. I felt like in yeah. a, in a, in a society where, um, we went from reading to radio to television to the internet. Like it doesn't surprise me that humans were being born with, you know, sure. And, yeah, and it maybe it's an effect of that, but you know, we were adapting to that. And I feel like I always mm -hmm. saw myself as some sort of an adaption to an environment. Uh, yeah. I know it doesn't happen over a generation like that. I'm, I, and I, I'm failing to articulate it very well, but you get what I mean. And in that totally same, do. along the same lines of what you were saying about the tizzy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
right. absolutely. No, I think you're 100 percent right about that. You can't see it. Yeah. Well, this was supposed like to be it. a joke. I prefer it. <laughs> Should we just like end the show? Is that how we go out? Like, yeah, let's, yeah, let's do okay. it. That was that was a really right. fun show. That was a fun show, man. man. You'll enjoy fun. it. All right, man. Drive safe. All right, man. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> when a guy's banging you, y'all let me in his damn house. Oh, how about that? Come in the name of peace. L-M-F-A-O. So what in the world is this? Is Kevin McCarthy a moron? And if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady, cat turd. I will not suffer this harlot. <laughs> how great an anti-American Marxist. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Read the news. China is asshole. God bless the United States. <laughs> now this is podcasting.